Welcome to the Nourish Sensitive Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Tarleton, registered dietitian, mind-body nutrition expert, and fellow HSP empath and healer. I help you tap into a deeper sense of nourishment in your life. And using the nine elements of my true nourishment framework that I developed and used on my health and healing journey as a highly sensitive person. At the Nourish Sensitive, we're on a mission to help all highly sensitive humans find a nourishing relationship with food, body, and self, so that sensitive folks feel empowered to use their authentic gifts to be the change they wish to see in this world. So let's jump into today's podcast episode. I hope it helps you feel so nourished. Hello friends, welcome back to the Nourish Sensitive Podcast. This is Leah, reaching you from cold, wet, and dreary Seattle on June 13th. So funny, guys. This summer, if you can even call it that, has been so strange for us up here in the Pacific Northwest. We've got people all over the country. It's like full summer, and I'm even reading things about heat strokes, but here in Seattle... Um, we have had just an insane amount of cold, gray, rainy days for this time of year. So currently I'm sitting in my office. I've got my window closed and I've blocked out the gray and I've got my warm lighting on to record this podcast. So today's topic is something I've wanted to talk about for a while now. I am, I really consider myself like a holistic health practitioner And I'm always trying to get to the root cause of what might be happening in terms of our health, going beneath the surface of the things that we normally talk about, like diet and exercise, and finding really, like like I said, what's at the root of things. So the topic today is, I'm calling it five subtle ways that we unintentionally sabotage our health as HSPs. And I use that word unintentionally, very intentionally. Because I don't want to shame anyone or act like people are, you know, if you're struggling with your health, that you are sabotaging or doing this with some intention or on purpose. The thing I want to kind of point out here is that sometimes we might be doing things that we don't realize are actually having an impact on our health. Or even if we do realize that we don't really know what to do about it. So in today's episode, we're going to dive into five of the, what I consider to be the root cause of a lot of health issues that HSPs face. And I'm going to give you just some solutions for each of them. So why this topic? I mean, I think when you're sensitive, I know this is true for me, it can be really hard to figure out what is actually impacting your health on a day-to-day or even a moment-to-moment basis. Highly sensitive people, we take in a lot, we process a lot. And it can all almost seem like it's all connected and we don't know where to start. We don't know what to pinpoint or where to um, put our focus on first when we're dealing with health issues. You know, in this episode, I really want to help you get to the root of what you might be struggling with so that you can uh, deal with it appropriately. You can heal it. And even if you're not struggling with health issues right now, you can prevent health issues from popping up um, in your life as a highly sensitive person. So 
First of all, I just wanted to talk about what kind of health issues seem to be common in highly sensitive people. And I'm just going to give you some of the ones that I've seen, but also the research that I've done in this area. And I've got it sorted into a bunch of different categories. So the first one that I see a lot of in terms of health issues in HSPs are digestive issues. So um, the most common ones I see are IBS, digestive sensitivities, um, just like being really sensitive to a lot of different food stuff and having to be very careful about what you eat, um, acid reflux or GERD, so a dysfunction of your esophagus that results in you um, regurgitating a lot of acid, just not having great mechanical digestion, and then conditions like SIBO, which are uh, which stands for small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, which is such an interesting condition. It has to do with um, bacteria that are normally supposed to be in one area of our digestive tract navigating or migrating into areas where they're not supposed to be basically crossing a boundary that they're not supposed to cross and creating lots of dysfunction. So digestive issues are huge in HSP population. Another category is immune or autoimmune. So that's things like allergies. I also see a lot of um, PCOS, endometriosis, which aren't necessarily categorized as autoimmune diseases, but they're, they kind of fit into that category. And then things like um, eczema or acne, since our skin is our largest immune organ. Some other conditions would be endocrine or hormonal, so hyperthyroidism, PMDD, which stands for uh, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, and uh, neuromus neuromuscular conditions like fibromyalgia, muscle pain, headaches, chronic muscle tension, jaw clenching, tension. That's one that I have personally experienced as an HSP in addition to some of the digestive challenges. Um, and then in the area where I work, we see um, struggles with food, relationship with food and nutrition. So challenges like binge eating, comfort eating, emotional eating, which I don't typically define as problems, but for a lot of HSPs, these are um, behaviors of food that can be very distressing and unsettling. Um, I've talked to HSPs who also have struggles with their body where um, they rapidly gain weight in an unexplained manner. And lastly, cognitive emotional health issues like anxiety, depression, OCD, um, you might even put ADHD in there, which, you know, just having difficulty with focus and attention. So as I've been, you know, scanning the Facebook groups and gathering all this data and information, it really has made me want to do something about it because I'm seeing all these sensitive people that, you know, my people who are struggling with all these very debilitating chronic illnesses. And it's like, what is causing this? Why is this clustering in the population of highly sensitive people? So the first root cause is that we go too fast. HSPs were not meant to, I mean, no human is meant to rush through things and go really fast, but this is especially true for HSPs. Our natural state of being is pause and reflect, go slow. We are taking in so much that if we go fast, if we push ourselves to do so much, then we're working against our nervous system and that can really lead to some of the health challenges that I just mentioned. Examples of HSPs going too fast 
overthinking and analyzing details, which you might also call racing thoughts. This is one that I have struggled with as an HSP, um, really just having such a broad depth of knowledge and information going deep into things and just noticing how when I do that, it can really lead to um, struggles for me further down the line or even in the moment when I really get ruminating on things. Another way that HSPs go too fast is they try to go at the speed of other people who are not HSPs. So I remember this happening for me when I used to um, work in a healthcare environment, which is ironic, but other people seem to go through their assessments, get their work done so quickly. And I really struggled with that because I was very methodical, very slow. I like to spend a lot of time with my patients, getting to know them, understanding their story. And it was just so much harder for me to keep up with the demands because it was against my nature to want to get into things and to go deep with people. Another way that we go too fast as HSPs is over-consuming what I call false energy. So if you're not really taking good care of yourself and you're not getting enough sleep, if you are pushing yourself too hard, you might find yourself relying on false energy substances like caffeine and sugar, which can in excessive amounts when we're not being mindful with them lead to health issues. So what is the solution for going way too fast as HSPs? Really, it's being in our pause and reflect our natural state of being pausing and intentionally slowing down when we have little pockets of time. My favorite time is to slow down at meals so that we can hear what our bodies are are trying to tell us and using our intuitive gifts to kind of ask, what now? What do I need right now? What's next? What's the most important thing for me to do now? Not rushing it, just kind of pacing yourself. Also, a huge part of the solution is learning how to respond to things versus react. And this is like just slowing down your nervous system enough so that you can think clearly and give yourself the space to not react to a situation, but to actually respond to it in a way that is helpful to you. So the next subtle way, unintentional way that we can have a negative impact on our health without really even realizing it is that is when we let too much in, when our boundaries are too loose with the world around us, the people around us, and the places that we put ourselves in. One of the common features of being an HSP is that we're environmentally sensitive. So putting ourselves in environments that are overstimulating, um, for me, that would be something like a loud restaurant or a bar hanging out with people who talk too much but don't listen, or even if we're hanging out with the right people, we're just staying for too long, over-socializing, taking in too much conversation, and just not giving ourselves enough downtime. We allow too much in when we are not able to say no, when we have boundary issues and we're trying to please other people, and we're just letting everything be in our space, take up our energy, and kind of flood our minds and bodies with stimulation. This doesn't work well for highly sensitive people. Another way that we can allow too much in is just 
letting other people's emotional problems or problems in general become our own. I have struggled with this as a natural healer, caregiver, just wanting to, you know, be there for everybody, help them with their problem, being a deep thinker and helping them try to get to the root cause. I have to be very careful with this because if I try to help people too much and I let other people's problems become my own, I've found that that has led me to develop health issues because I'm only responsible for my problems and for my own body and my own mind and my own health. And while I do have some capacity to help others and provide support and assistance, I can't take all of that into my body and into my mind. Otherwise, it's going to lead to dysfunction. So all of these ways can be very subtle. We might not even tie that back to, you know, the health issues that we have. So subtle way we unintentionally sabotage our health, number three, is, well, first we move too fast, second we allow too much in, and third, whatever we allow in, we or that we experience inwardly, like our emotions or our thoughts, we push it down, right? We don't take the time, give ourselves the space to sort, process, digest everything that we're taking in. Some of the ways that this can show up too is just like not letting our emotions flow through us, resisting our emotions, wishing we didn't feel this way. Um, that's a big one that I've struggled with before I learned that emotions are not enemies. They are our friends and messengers. They're here to tell us what it is we need to pay attention to, what adjustments we need to make. So as HSPs, when we push things down, a lot of times we, that leads us to feel heavy. That leads us to feel just really not great in our bodies. And I've seen this in my clients who come to me with health struggles where they say like, I've gained so much weight. I don't understand. I just feel so uncomfortable. I feel so heavy in my body or I'm constipated all the time. A lot of times this doesn't have anything to do with how much they're eating, you know, their healthy diet, how much they're exercising. A lot of times it has to do with the emotional metabolism that they had and also whether or not they're giving themselves enough rest, enough time, downtime to process things and deal with all the stuff that they take in constantly as highly sensitive people. Another way that we can kind of push things down is zipping our lips when we really just want to speak up. You could also call this swallowing it. So have you ever been in a position where you really wanted to speak your mind and you, you had an opinion about something, but instead of voicing it, you just swallowed it and you can almost feel it in your gut, right? Like you, you feel that dropping feeling. This also can happen with not just our thoughts, but with our emotions, right? Like when you really want to cry, but you just put on a stiff upper lip and just try to push that feeling as far down as you can, that doesn't go away. Feelings are material in that if we push them down, they're still there and they're going to manifest somehow. And a lot of times that's in our health. So the solution on this one is letting our emotional side be there, seeing our emotions as friends and messengers rather than these enemies that we have to vanquish or you know, stop being so anxious or push it away. Also just having 
more downtime. So we push things down because we don't give ourselves the space and time to really process with it. We need to give ourselves downtime or space so that we have the room. We can make room for all these feelings and all these thoughts that we feel. Okay, the last two are kind of deep and I think might even have links to, you know, trauma and just other mental health challenges that can come from very deep issues. So just want to kind of preface that. But the fourth thing that can lead to health issues is a clinging to brokenness. And the way I see this showing up for HSPs is, you know, always being a sort of work in progress, trying to fix ourselves, thinking that our natural tendencies are a problem that we have to like, you know, get coaching for to overcome. I have long felt this way of just feeling like my natural tendency to be emotional and, you know, where things take me longer because I'm a deep thinker and reflector are things I need to like fix. Another way that we cling to brokenness is wishing we were not this way, you know, not so weird, not so sensitive, whatever words you might find yourself describing yourself as or worrying that other people see you that way. Not letting go of people who don't accept us, uh, trying to please them, trying to be cool and fit in, or comparing ourselves to other people and thinking, well, if I could just be like normal like that person, then I would be so happy and healthy and everything would be wonderful. We think that's true, but it's really this clinging to brokenness and this feeling like we're not acceptable that leads to the health issues and the struggles that we face in the first place. Lastly, are, and this is something I see a lot, is using words like curse to describe ourselves like being sensitive is a curse, which if you think about it, in itself is a curse. Using words against yourself, thinking of who you are at your core, how you're wired as something that was bestowed upon you as a punishment, as a you know malevolent force or energy. So the solution is to stop clinging to this brokenness, stop cursing yourself. And for one, this has helped me on my journey is take seriously the power that your words and your thoughts about yourself have over your life. Affirm things that you want to feel more of, not less, right? And recognize that brokenness is something that lives in your own mind. None of us are broken. We're all just who we are. This is a story that we tell ourselves that something's wrong with us. And um, that's not to disregard the actual difficult experiences that you might have as an HSP, but how you interpret those experiences and what they mean about you, that's all within your control. And if you are interpreting everything negatively and using it as an evidence that something is wrong with you and you're broken, just that thought itself of brokenness and you know, not being good enough can lead to health issues or dis-ease. In the area of trauma, it's like, if you are really struggling with this, and I know I have because I have that history, I have a history of trauma as a sensitive person, really, sometimes the solution is working on that trauma, clearing it out of your body with qualified therapists and coaches so that it can stop negatively impacting your health on a on a higher level and the last way that we 
unintentionally, unknowingly sabotage our health as HSPs is we hide our true inner self. Our thoughts, our beliefs, our values, our feelings, our opinions, the way we like to dress, the way we like to decorate. A lot of times this shows up with valuing other people's opinions more than our own, just always kind of asking other people for confirmation, for validation. I used to say a lot of things like, oh, I don't know, I just don't know all the time because I would shut down my own inner knowing and let someone else answer. I think I was conditioned to thinking that way because my natural pause, reflect, quiet nature was not always honored in social settings. So I learned how to just think that I didn't know and that I can just let other people take the lead. Another way we hide our true inner self that leads to health issues is, you know, not doing things that we actually value, like being alone, being out in nature, just letting our rituals and practices fall to the wayside because we think we got to keep up with everyone else and value what other people value to be cool, to fit in and be accepted, which then just leads us to not do the things, like I said, that actually make us feel our best. And then over time, that turns into disorder or disease. So the solution is, at least for me, it was losing the words, I don't know, and starting to pause and use my reflective powers and gifts, really asking my gut, my intuition to guide me, and also connecting to my true self. My true self is a sensitive person. She's super creative. She's silly. She's goofy. She's weird in a good way. Um... I love flowers and butterflies and I love decorating and I love singing and being creative. When I aligned that inner self with my outer self, when I started wearing the clothes that my heart wanted to wear, when I started singing, when I wanted to sing, when I let these myself be who I really was authentically, that's when my health just got better and better and better, especially my mental health. At this point in my life, I still struggle from time to time with anxiety, depression, and other things, but I'm most healthy that I've ever been since I learned to accept my trait and be in my authenticity as a sensitive person. I also, you know, learned how to speak up when the time comes when I need to speak up and say the things that I actually really want to say and do the things that I really enjoy doing, like not not forcing myself to do things that don't bring me peace and joy. Another big part of the solution was also solving for low self-worth. Understanding that when I would say, I don't know, where I devalue my own thoughts and opinions, that wasn't me. That wasn't my actual brokenness or some evidence of low self-worth. It was just something that was conditioned into me by being in environments that didn't value who I naturally am authentically. So this episode's getting a bit long now, so we're going to wrap it up. But essentially, let me just give you the five again. The five subtle ways that we unintentionally sabotage our health as HSPs. We go too fast. We allow too much in. We push it all down and feel heavy. We cling to brokenness. And we hide our true inner self, our thoughts, our beliefs, our values, our feelings, and opinions. I hope this episode was helpful for you and... If you see any connections between these things with your health journey, I would love to hear from you. And I am on a mission to help HSPs get to the root cause of 
why they feel so bad, why they are struggling with their health, and prevent HSPs from developing debilitating health conditions. Because if we're facing those things, then we really can't use our gifts fully, authentically, and powerfully to be the change that we want to see. If you are an HSP struggling with your health, living with a chronic health condition in a lot of pain or emotional turmoil, I hope these five root causes give you a place to start and that you can start taking little baby steps to slow down, have better boundaries with folks, listen to, process and digest your emotions, speak your truth, know your values, and let go of any sense of brokenness that you might have above your trait. When you do that, you're going to feel so healthy, so nourished, and you're going to be able to make the changes that you want to see in your life. I hope this episode was so nourishing for you, and I will catch you for the next one. Have a lovely, lovely day.